1: Hey, everybody, it's Tony Robbins.
0: Hey, guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching... welcome to the hollywood raw podcast i'm dax holt i am back i uh it was a fun little vacation but i missed you buddy
2: i missed you too we missed you um i was holding the fort down while you're gone but it was a lot of work a lot of stuff happening in the celebrity culture you were in atlanta uh with your family
1: Atlanta.
2: you're in atlanta trying to audition for real housewives of atlanta weren't you (laughs) You were trying to get some dirt on Kim Zolciak. Was everyone? I was like,
0: Kim? Kim is out. I am in.
2: Do you like Atlanta?
0: Uh, it was hot as f there. It's dude.
2: a muggy. There's no so,
0: beach. You don't have that wind flow. It's no, no. What you have is humidity. Like,
2: yeah.
0: I Atlanta is beautiful. Like, I love how like green and lush that like there. It's just like you feel like you're in the forest all the time. That's what I really like about Atlanta what I don't like about Atlanta is that I am a California guy who doesn't deal with humidity. So I step off the plane and immediately am just like drenched in sweat. And I just, I don't get out of the sweat until I leave Atlanta. Like I look like the weirdo. We went to like a a sky zone type place and I'm jumping for five minutes and running around. And I, my entire tank top was drenched as if I had just done a four hour workout. And I'm like, I look like the weirdo that's over-sweating everyone else in the entire place. Yeah. And it's just because it's it's I'm not used to the humidity. But no, it was beautiful. We did a, a bunch of fun things. We're all over the place. Went tubing, went, um, what is that, zip lining, and uh, a ropes course. And we did all kinds of fun stuff. It was great.
2: That's awesome. Atlanta, to me, first, there's houses in Atlanta. There's a section called Buckhead, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if people aren't familiar with Atlanta. There's, it's a, it's a very like wealthy section of Atlanta, but the mansions in Buckhead are nicer than, in my opinion, the mansions in Beverly Hills or LA. Now, granted, some of oh. them have a better view, but there's beautiful homes. And we,
0: we were in like the Sandy Springs area. It's gorgeous. Like you drive down the street and you're just like, how do people afford these houses? Like, yeah, they're just sprawling estates. And then you look at the price tag and you're like. That's a million dollar property what? It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like how far no. your money goes. Not only that, the gas prices, it's so silly but it was like $3.20. I'm like Well, you I I haven't seen it at like that low since like 1980 here in California.
2: California gas prices are insane and you guys have to drive so much. I mean, it's a killer compared yeah. to what it is on the East Coast. I've oh, been And Atlanta... you know what the
0: other thing is? I don't know if you guys have these in New York, but giant ass ants. Do you guys have huge ants in New uh, I York? I mean,
2: we have ants. I want to say huge. Maybe sometimes you see one that maybe had like a muffin and it's like well fed or something like that. <laughs> Dude,
0: these ants in Georgia, like like steroid size ants. Like, no joke. They were a good like half inch long, thick. They look like spiders. They're so big. And then I'm yeah. like, that's not a normal ant. Like, it's crawling around. I'm like, that's that's freaky. Like the ants out here are tiny, normal size ants. Not in Georgia.
2: I've been to Atlanta maybe like three or four times. Weirdly enough, and I say this, I know our audience is largely female, and and please don't hate me more than you already do. But I um, I I I'm not a strip club guy. However, Mm -hmm. when you go to Atlanta, they say you got to go to some of these strip clubs there because they're like they're legendary places. They're they're establishments. Like everyone goes to these places. So there's this one strip club and it's like, I, I think it could be called the Claridge or something like that. And again, some there's definitely people listening to the podcast screaming it as they listen to the name of it. It's an old pot. It's an old bar, but they strippers and the strippers are also old and they'll like crush beer cans with their breasts. And it's like a joke, kind of a strip club. They're just an old big women's strip club. There's another one called magic city and they have a magic city Mondays or magic city Tuesdays. I was there probably like six years ago. And I went, by myself to check it out because i was told like this place you have to just see what it's like and you walk into the strip club and i've never seen it rain like they seem let it rain there's cash there's singles everywhere like when you walk out there's money stuck to your sneakers and it's funny when i went to the strip club i saw mike i'd be like
0: i just like coat my my shoes with like some silly putty and just like yeah. walk out. I don't know what happened. I I walked out with a hundred dollars stuck to my foot. Like that's not my fault. I didn't take it.
2: <laughs> I was trying to get like my Uber <laughs> money. I was like, let me get some money to pay for the Uber. <laughs> but I remember uh, I saw Mike Epstein. He's like, he's like, what are you doing here? I was like, what are you doing here? We're, like just laughing. I was like, yeah, I came to check it out. And he goes, uh, they have a person there where you could get change for like cash. You could put in a hundred and get a hundred singles. And he showed me how to make it rain. And he took a hundred dollar band, and he took my band, and he threw it at the ceiling, and the, band, the rubber band breaks, and all the thing was kind of like, whoo, like. And kind then of were you like, down. no, no,
0: no, no, no? And then you caught it all back, and you were like, uh, I didn't mean
2: to. <laughs> it's just a weird thing, and it's just so funny to see like the culture there. And I know mm-hmm. this is a little bit off, our our uh, our. Uh, I guess usual celebrity shit, but it's I don't know, it was a random night and it was very fun. But you had a very domestic, nice Atlanta. Yeah, time, I, so didn't, I didn't take my
0: you. kids to the old lady strip club. I'm sorry. No, you did not. The, right, it wasn't to, on the agenda.
2: Back to celebrity stuff. <laughs> Our guest today is a, t- a camera guy that we I worked with. We both did um, a guy named by the name Dan Jones, who's just a really. He was always a camera guy who always asked great questions on the, str- on the street. He would ask them not clickbait questions, not mm-hmm. questions regarding another story. He would ask them the most ridiculous, fun, and stupid questions that actually made very good content. So I'm excited to talk to Dan and kind of catch up to hear the people he liked or he had a relationship with or try to hear some good stories. I know he's not in the field anymore, but he was excited to uh, come on the podcast, so I'm excited to talk to him before we actually talk to Dan, we read your reviews. That's right, it's the best thing you do to help us out. We really need you keep the reviews coming in. We'll give you a shout out. Dax, do you have a review ready for us?
0: Yep, I got an Apple Podcast review right here. This one is from Timothy S. 1982. Five stars says love the podcast. Hey guys, keep up the good work. Recently discovered your show a few months ago, and it's quickly become my favorite. I've been a fan of Dax since TMZ. Love the rundowns and interviews, but your random talks are the best, especially when you talk about parties you've been to or how celebrities really are. Thanks for always making us laugh and entertaining us. Love it. Thank you to uh, Timothy. Really appreciate you taking the time over on Apple Podcasts, leaving that review. And, yeah, you, we just gave you a really random story about Atlanta <laughs> yeah. and clubs. So there you go.
2: Yeah, Timothy S. 1982. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's true. Atlanta, by the way, huge celebrity, a um, lot of celebrities in Atlanta. And if you go to the airport in Atlanta, especially the Delta airline, keep your head, your eyes up because every time I'm there, I always run into not just one. I didn't one. see anyone. We, we what, flew you Delta. flew Delta? Yeah, and didn't see anyone. I see celebrities all the time in atlanta especially the Uh delta terminal it's insane it's insane how many celebrities i see there
0: busiest airport in the world or some crazy it is a huge hub um but delta obviously it that is their main station so like everyone flies delta and honestly atlanta is the like biggest spot for filming movies and television and disney spends a lot of money there like it's really like hollywood outside of hollywood it's crazy how much production is going on in atlanta
2: yeah um all right on to our guest today our guest today is a camera guy who uh if you want to call him paparazzi if you want to call him journalist he'll accept it all because he's just a good dude and always chill he's just uh he's He's like me. He's a guy who roughed it on the streets for years trying to capture some of the best content from celebrities all around Los Angeles. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Jones. Dan Jones, thank you for coming on the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, you're in a pretty beautiful place right now. Where are you right now, Dan? I
1: am in Jackson Hole, Wyoming.
0: He literally are have the best background out of any guest we've ever had in the last few years. For people that who can't see him, he is literally (laughs) sitting in the like a wooded forest with a creek running next to him. It is
1: absolutely beautiful. Yeah, (laughs) and I am pretty jealous right now. Yeah, it's right.
2: Tetons is a beautiful area. Very cool. So Dan, how many? First of all, when people ask you what you did. What would you say your title was? Would you say you're a journalist? Do you say you're a producer? Do you say a camera guy? Do you say paparazzi? How would you tell people when you were doing that type of job what you exactly did?
1: Um, I would say I'm a celebrity interviewer, camera guy. Yeah, also paparazzi, producer, all in one, basically, because we had to produce content off of uh, relevant topics um in the news with celebrities and yeah we i mean we did have to kind of hunt them down sometimes or be where they would be and sure get them so to talk to us but yeah titles yeah and, and i, I want to know what
0: are you doing now because obviously there's not a lot of celebrities running around uh, no, you know Montana. no i, haven't I mean seen, yes there are but no i, I they're not there's a few celebrities around here no, no, as much up I'm there i'm not
1: no i take photos of mountains now Not to get paid, but just for fun or like wildlife. I went up to Yellowstone the other day and got some uh, photos of some buffalo and beautiful landscapes and uh, waterfalls. It was nice. So, How the hell did you wind up up there? Well, I uh, moved to San Diego after Los Angeles and it was during COVID. And I was doing like DoorDash or something and there's no good benefits with that or anything. And so, yeah, I ended up just bus driving for the local school district and I get summers off and so I really like to mountain bike and it's good to get out of Southern California so I come up here and I I go mountain biking in the Tetons and hiking and jumping off cliffs into rivers and it's good it's a good experience. <laughs>
2: do you So you were like miss? Otto from the Simpsons.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am. That's what people say. Yeah, pretty much. I had long hair. I had a mullet, but I got a haircut recently cuz my family went to vi- when I went to visit them in Tennessee, they're like you got to get a haircut. You're nice.
0: yeah, it was getting out of hand. So so do you miss the action, the
1: hustle bustle, seeing celebs, talking with celebs, interacting with them? Do you miss I, any of I, that? I miss the excitement of it and talking to certain ones. And then when you get a good clip on the TV show or the internet, just it would be like a relief. Oh, I got another clip this week. Cool. Oh, I'm probably going to keep my job another couple of weeks until uh, my next contract. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, da- and I miss da- the money going on nice vacations to like exotic places. That was cool too. And living by the beach. Yeah. I miss what comes with it, the money, but yeah. And then the camaraderie of like the other guys and stuff too.
2: I don't think you realize there was such there. When you do what we do, as far as a camera guy running around the street, trying to get guerrilla style interviews, there's adrenaline when it comes to it. And it's very, I I, I I talked to, there's definitely an adrenaline rush. And I think I'm addicted to that sort of adrenaline and it's funny, I've I brought people like my friends with me to join, like see what I do for a living. And then they get the adrenaline, like they understand the excitement of it. Like there's no adrenaline when you do a red carpet. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's a little bit because you want to see if they're going to stop or what's going to happen. But we're on the street and there's so many things that could happen. There's such a rush and adrenaline that it's hard to describe until you actually experience it. It's uh, it's it's one like no other. So let me ask you this, Dan. How, how did you even get a job at TMZ?
1: Uh, well, the funny story was I was a lifeguard down in San Diego in a town called Encinitas, a little beach community. And summer was over and, uh, I didn't have a job for a while. I think I was couch surfing or something. I was debating or not, whether or not to go to Hawaii. And I saw Max Hodges on TV when I was at the gym, I was jogging on the treadmill. I'm like, I remember that dude. I hadn't seen him in like three years. So I shot him. I looked him up on Facebook or something or I had his old number and I texted him and I got a hold of him. He's like, yeah, I'll let you know. And then I think I ended up going to Hawaii for a few months to do like surf photography because I was really into surf photography at the time over at Pipeline and stuff on the North Shore. I did that. And then by the time, yeah, I was over there and he's like, yo, we have an opening, but just hit us when we got back. So I moved back to San Diego, was doing some odd jobs got in touch with Max, he got me an interview, I drove up to LA, interviewed with Diana Dazrath and yeah, the rest is history it
0: was pretty easy and and, and for people that don't recognize the name Max right off the bat he was the surfer guy, the long blonde hair probably the most recognizable dude off of TMZ and we actually got him on when was this, like couple years back he was one of was,
2: our
1: first was, guests we had on here
2: he was yeah. he's still a bud like we still talk to him he just hasn't come on the podcast in a while but that's cool that max hooked you up with the job
1: yeah you know, it was like, really cool I had, I had some debt so i got the debt paid off and then i was living large man i was going to indo going to australia i was having fun surfing i living by the beach in manhattan beach it was a good life so
0: <laughs> what made you different from anyone else that had a camera in their hand at the time
1: okay i didn't really care about celebrities i care about surfing and like Pro surfers and I like sports. That was what kept me afloat. I was a big baseball fan growing up from the Bay Area, San Francisco Giants. And just like I would listen to a lot of radio, uh, sports radio. And so like I knew a lot about that. I knew a lot about sports, but it's, when it came to celebrities, I didn't really care. Like I didn't watch a lot of TV and yeah, I just wasn't, I wasn't that into the LA scene. I wasn't like, a, I wasn't a big nightclub guy. I'd have to wait so out then, in front of nightclub. So yeah. how do you get a job at TMZ then? Because I, I feel have a like person, that's like one like of the Max big requirements. Knew me, Max knew me as a friend. He thought I was like a funny guy, a like good personality. So I was able, I, mean, I was able to talk to people. I'm friendly. Mm-hmm. I'm really out, outgoing. And so I think that is what gave me an edge. And I, I'm like creative and I can think of questions. And yeah, there's the internet. I would look on Twitter for comedians, what they're talking about and read books about a comedian's uh, biographies and stuff and that sort of thing to get
2: content, get ideas for questions. So if you don't know celebrities, how do you even spot celebrities? Like when it comes to me, at least, I can only say for myself, I, f- I remember when I first started doing this line of work, my eyes were exhausted at the end of the day. Exactly. Like my face was tired because you're looking at people's faces all day and eventually I had to train my eyes to get to spotting. And now it's like, you know, a sixth sense for me. Like I could, you know, I could see people from a far away and kind of call them out or I just, I'm able to recognize random people, but you have to train your eyes. But how did you, how were you at spotting in the beginning was, of the it was job tough. how were you at the end? Yeah. I was I'd rely
1: on other photographers or it'd be somebody that I, after a while you see celebrities over and over. Like in the beginning, I'd go to the airport and there was like tons of celebrities and they would give me a list, an email of like five or 10 celebrities and I'd look at their photos on my phone And I'd wait for them at the gate. And when they popped out, I'd put a camera on their face. Sometimes it wasn't even the celebrity. It was like somebody else that looked like them. So that was pretty awkward. But (laughs) I mean, I watched some movies. I knew who the big celebrities were. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you so, remember
0: yeah. your first day on the at team? I like, do. Can you, I, I can you do. walk us through what it was like? They give you a camera. They say, hey, go to wherever it was, LAX. It was it was and-
1: scary. I remember Jake Munoz was my camera guy, that the, the lead camera guy that took me around. We were driving around Brentwood. Um, the first time I shot somebody from, I forget her name, but she was some actress from Madison. I can't remember the name of the. I can't remember. Anyways, so later in the day, I saw we saw Ted dancing. He was getting laundry, and so I just talked to him about his laundry. And I was terrified. Like I knew who Ted dancing was from um, dancing was from Cheers and everything. But he gave me a short interview, and they used it on the show. And I was happy about that. Um, like that he went cool. to get his dry cleaning, or he went to a. Uh, he was that? getting his. He was getting his dry cleaning, like a suit. Clean, okay. And I was like, your suit looks <laughs> spick and span. It's clean, and it wasn't that exciting of a clip. But I got him, and he talked to me briefly, and that worked. And then I think I went to dancing with stars later in the day and the situation was there. And Jake gave me some questions. He, he's like, ask about ju- a grenade, like something about a grenade jumping on the grenade. And I don't know, I talked to the situation. He was a big deal at the time. He was on from uh, Jersey shore.
2: Yeah.
1: And <laughs> I knew who he was, but yeah, I learned, I just learned like I'm a fast learner I had like a good yeah. memory for faces.
2: Stuff, I remember but... my, yeah, my first day. We had a loop, and you drive around this loop all day. And you drove through the West Village, you drove through Meatpacking, the West Village, into the East Village, into Soho, went back into Greenwich Village, to West Village, through Meatpacking. We just did this one square all day. And as you did that square, and everyone knew it was the loop, you'd basically be able to run into people. And my first day, I ran into. What was the girl from uh, Groundhog's Day? What was her name again, Dax? Uh, uh, talking
1: talking Andy McDowell. Andy, Andy, McDowell. Yeah, Andy
2: McDowell. I met her before, yeah. Andy yeah, Andy McDowell. And the guy I was with, he's like, see that person over there? That's Andy McDowell. And it was the most random spotting. I was like, whoa. Like, I just didn't even understand how you could even spot because it's it was hard. so crazy. It was like, we just, he went by there and he was so, he was smoking. It was the guy Jared who I was training with. And he was smoking a cigarette and he did it so naturally. He goes, hey, you see who's over there? I go, no. Can, he's like, can you spot the person who's eating there? I was like, no. He goes, that girl in the brunette, that's Andy McDowell, which is like to me such like a random name that I had no idea. And um, yeah, it was crazy. And I think that was the only celebrity I spotted that day. I mean, there was, might have been like some New York people, like a Sarah Jessica Parker type thing, but no one else that I really could recognize. I don't, you know, that was it. But I remember the spotting to me wasn't the hardest part, but it was the most exhausting part.
0: And by the way, you said that it's you don't get the rush doing the red carpet. You get my first day was a red carpet and there was a massive rush. I I know that it's a different rush because it's you know that people are going to be walking down the dial. So you have time to think about questions and stuff. But I remember the rush that I got from seeing the celebs up close for the first time, getting to talk to them and like getting that moment where they're looking at me or like fighting to get their attention or get them over to me. I, I think there's definitely a rush. It's just a different rush.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you what. From doing what I do, red carpets to me are the easiest thing. Like I, I feel like a pro. I'm like, people on the red carpet, I, and I say this, it sounds very douchey or narcissistic, but it's just how I feel. I go on the red carpet. I'm like a wizard. I'm like, oh, yelling to these person like to get their attention for them to come <laughs> over because I'm used to doing that in the street when they don't want to come and talk. To yeah, me. they're there for so red carpet? publicity. Yeah. The- no. I, so, Dan, do you remember what was the first – I guess the, the first big shot that you got, the one where it was like kind of a difference maker for your career or the one that was just like, you know, obviously you got 10 dance and that guy on TV, but the one that like really, uh, like I remember maybe,
1: okay, well, one time I was at a restaurant in Hollywood and Dave Grohl pulled up and I had long hair like Dave Grohl. I looked kind of like Dave Grohl. And I talked to him he's like, no, no, don't ask me stupid questions. And I'm like, no, Dave, hey, a lot of people say I look like you. What do you think? And his wife was there. She was smiling. And I put the camera on both of us. And he goes, and He goes, yeah, you're like a better looking version of myself. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 so, that was, like, cool. He was, like, nice about it. And then after that, Paul McCartney rolls up on the street with no bodyguard, just walking down the street. And somebody had an album. And then he signed, he signed their, like, some... Old um, Beatles album, and so, I, and he was just smiling. He didn't say much, but he went in the door. But it was just cool to see Dave grow huge rock star and Paul McCartney major rock star. I mean, you don't um, you don't get any bigger than Paul McCartney, really. Yeah, it's like yeah. the ultimate A list star around the
0: world. Honestly, yeah, Every, even the biggest stars on the planet get starstruck when they see Paul McCartney.
1: Yeah, his autograph is worth um, like fifteen hundred dollars at the time. I called somebody and like, hey, they probably made like thousands of dollars that day. So.
2: Jeez, yeah so it's crazy because we've had autographers on the show and they make more money than the camera guys do it's just yeah it's like, man maybe i went to the wrong field because these guys are making a whole lot more money and i have to cry at night um but uh no, so I,
0: you know that, i i want to go back to this com- you mentioned comedians earlier when you were yeah. talking and you know what, what is the difference between filming uh you know like a uh an actor and a comedian, especially working at TMZ, because I feel like comedians really utilize the power of TMZ and the 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 reach that it had because we were one of the only places that would really spotlight comedians and give them that moment to say their joke or whatever. So what was it like being a camera guy out there well with these yeah. comedians?
1: I would stake out improv. I would just go there, I would go into the bar, have a beer, I would eat Oh, there's Norm McDonald. How you doing, Norm? I'm going to go outside. Let's, let's do an interview. And he would go out and I'd talk to him and ask him a few questions for a minute or two and it would be easy. Um, yeah, the comedians are, I mean, they're, they get paid to talk. So they're comfortable talking in front of audiences audiences in front of the camera. Um, uh, definitely. Did yeah, you ever can, have like any of the, like the big, big legends? Like, cause there's a lot of little yeah, comedians Chibi and Chains. then there's
0: like huge comedians.
1: Yeah. I don't know, Chevy Chase, he's an actor comedian in the, in the 80s. He was huge with yeah, the National we're talking law, about was, Lampoon. He yeah. a, yes, he's in the legend category. And I, he was, that, that's one of the celebrities I knew before I was into TMZ. So one time I got a tip that he was out at a re- certain restaurant on Sunset Boulevard. I waited. Um, he jumped in the car, and lo and behold, with him was Beverly D'Angelo. And I'm like, okay. no way. I'm like, hey guys, how you doing? And I'm like, hey, where's Chrissy Brinkley? Because I was like, I always would watch that show. And he's like, oh, she's in the trunk. And so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. And I asked him a couple of other questions. And I kind of had this stock question in my head. I'm like, at what age, hey, so I'm like, hey, Chevy. I don't know if he understood me. I said, at what age do you stop getting morning wood? And he and he turns up the Angela. He's like, what? Morning Wood? She's like, he's talking
2: about an erection.
1: And <laughs> And he's like, oh, I've had, he points to his crush. He's like, I've had one for four hours. <laughs> and yeah, that was funny. And I don't remember what else I asked him, but that was like a golden shot because he was with Beverly Angela's co-star in um, the vacation movies, but That's awesome. that was cool. And now yes. I got a chance to go into the studio and talk about it and get on TV. That was neat. Um, was, so.
2: was Chevy Chase nice? He was always a nice He was guy.
1: nice. He, I've got him twice and he's kind of has an attitude, but he's actually nice. He had his, yeah. one, the second time I got him, he was in the Grove. He was with his wife. And like his wife even held the camera. And I, they used it. I can't remember what I asked him, but I had like a cap on. And I think we joked about one of his golfing movies, A Caddyshack or something. But Adam,
0: have you ever ran into him? Because I've heard mixed reactions about whether people like to run into him or not. Because I've heard he can be kind of a dick. He can be a dick.
2: I can't. Well, there's. he might be coming on the podcast, actually. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to say anything bad about it. Uh, I was, like, stoked to meet him, man. He was, like, my hero as a kid. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Like, I've actually never met him, but he might be coming on the podcast, and we'll find out this week because there are some talks about well, him. Well, I
0: have conditions. never heard a bad word about Chevy Chase, ever. <laughs> actually. <laughs> well, I've we'll only ask heard him about wonderful, it.
1: glowing things.
0: One time yeah,
2: our camera
1: guys came up to him, and he was blowing his nose, and he had, like, tons of snot. He's like, hold on. Oh, it's
2: that funny. sounds like yeah. my nightmare <laughs> <laughs> like blowing yeah, my yeah. nose when the <laughs>
1: camera's on me.
2: Yeah. Well, not all comedians are like great about it because sometimes they feel pressure to be funny and sometimes I'll film them and, you know, I forget which comedian because I've interviewed so many and the guy was just like, yeah, this one's not good. Let's just get rid of that one. Let's just bury that one because they didn't one have time, any like bump, 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 you know, you always want to team up.
1: Yeah. I used to get Joe Rogan um, at the comedy store or wherever and one time I got him and he's like, what are you going to ask me? And like, I told him and he goes, you know, every time I do an interview with you guys, TMZ will totally twist the headlines. And it's not, it's not the quote that I said. They just totally change it. He's like, I'll do this interview for you, but I don't want, he's like, yeah, I'm like, I don't do the editing. I don't write the stories, but yeah. So we yeah, had, we I, was, it's I, an uphill battle. <laughs> either one of you ever run into John Lovitz? Uh, yes. How did that go? Several times uh he doesn't like to talk about he's he's a jerk he he didn't like harvey i was gonna say um, he doesn't like tmz he doesn't yeah, like yeah. cameras so he's like pay me he, where's my money or so, yeah he's, <laughs>
2: yeah
0: i ran into him a couple times it was very awkward yeah so
2: what happened yeah. to you dex did he know who you were oh yeah, yeah
0: he he does he is very outspoken of not being a fan of tmz so he was not happy to like. I'm like, dude, I, I don't have a camera. I'm not. I, there's nothing I'm gonna do right now. And he just was not not into it. Just even being in my presence.
2: Yeah, no, that's interesting. But not all like. There's some comedians that are always great. Like Kevin Hart, he's always great. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, Kevin tries Hart. To help. That's for sure. He, he he's a great guy and he tries to help you because yeah. you know he, he he understands. I think he understands it and he tries to help you. But then there's other comedians, or there's actor comedians who aren't great. I think everyone is can say that Will Ferrell is. It's Talking not the up, Will Ferrell sure. that you want to say. What would you no. say? Wait, what would you say? Okay. What would you say about Will Ferrell?
1: Okay, the first time or second time I got Will Ferrell. First time he was uh, wearing sweatpants. He didn't want to talk to me. He was at the airport. I'm like, nice sweatpants. Those are comfortable in airplanes. Didn't talk to me. Second time I saw him, I was I stayed inside of the airport. He was outside checking his stuff with the bell cap. And he was with his wife and he comes in and he's wearing slacks. I'm like, no nope, sweatpants, wait, like no more casual. You're keeping it classy. And he goes, you know, you, does your mom and dad know you're filming people at the airport? I go, no, you know, it's better than employment. It's a job. I'm paying the bills. And he keeps walking towards me and it's getting to the, toward the gate. And he's like, we're like chest to chest. I'm six, three, he's six, five. He's like a big guy. And so I, I just turned the camera off, but he, I was like, he was angry. He like wanted to fight me. <laughs> it was, I think yeah, that like makes it me so bad
0: because I yeah. like Will Ferrell so much. Yeah. And then to like, I picture him as being the nicest guy, the funniest guy, the like, dude that everyone wants to hang out with. And so like hearing a story like that just like crushed me. because I'm like, no, I want you to be nice and not just to like, you know the people you want to be nice to but like everyone like every single person i expect you to be nice to it just sucks when you hear a story like that (laughs) dan thank you for moving we can actually see you now it's getting way too dark out there (laughs) all right adam keep going buddy
2: no i was saying comedians could be a little bit strange but it's funny because it's not even funny it sucks because amy poehler before she kind of got big i used to kind of shoot her a lot we do like I would tee her up. She'd be like, All right, what do you got? She was almost like Joan Rivers, where you could ask, you know, Joan Rivers would be like, Ask me about this, ask me about that. And we used to do that all the time with Amy po- Uh I'm sorry, not Amy Paul, po- Amy Schumer. Um, mm-hmm. And we used to do it all the time with Amy Schumer. Then when Amy Schumer got really big, she just became like too cool for it. And she wouldn't, I was like kind of bothered me because it wasn't just, it wasn't fun anymore. And it-, it sucks. Yeah, like Will Ferrell, you want him to be great. One day I saw Will Ferrell walking down Madison Avenue. And he saw me with my camera. And it was like close. He, we were like, it wasn't like I saw him from a distance. Like he, like kind of walked up towards me, and he was walking down the street. And he saw me with my camera, and we both looked at each other. And he knew what I do, what I, mm-hmm. you know, he knew what I was doing. And I saw him. I was like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" like, "Hey," like he was like nice about it because he saw me not shooting him. But I did want to get a photo with him because it is Will Ferrell. But I didn't do anything. I just kind of let him walk by because I was sort of like, I wouldn't say starstruck, but I was like, whoa, Will Ferrell, because he's just such a. A character. He's, he's not a real person to me. You know what's funny? I, how are, like, the action stars? How are, like, the, the manly Like, Chris Pine. Of, like, the alpha dudes of Hollywood. How, how are they? Were any of them cool or were they just always alpha?
1: Colin Farrell, one time I got him at the airport, and he was nice to me. I think I asked him something about soccer. And I, and I asked him, what's the purpose of a mustache? And he said, they ward off evil spirits like you. <laughs> But they still, they still use the video. So um, I was happy. It was a short clip. Um, what yeah, are actually? I have a question for you, Dan. Was there ever
0: a video that you got that you were like, oh, this was a great video. And it didn't end up
1: making the show or the okay. website. And you were like, what the hell? Like, okay. this was yeah. good shit. One time I got Steven Tyler. And okay. so the greeter led me to his car. It was at LAX. And he's like, you'll see who this is. You'll recognize him. And so there's this cute girl outside of the car smoking cigarettes. And uh, he, I think he told me it was Steven's Tyler. And so I started, just his daughter, like I not live Tyler, but one of the younger ones, she's kind of hippie and you know, I had long hair. She's, so we were talking about dreams, like dream on his song, dream on. And I said, you know, when your dad in the morning, when he drinks a cup of coffee, does he talk about his dreams and stuff? She's like, yeah, he, I can't remember what, like what she said, but I was having a conversation with her. We were getting along and his and her dad pops out, Steven Tyler, and he's like, Hey, quit hitting on my daughter. <laughs> so I mean, that was I that like made me look cool. Like <laughs> Steven Tyler, don't hit on my daughter. But he like yeah. didn't care. And then he jumped in um the airport cart and he's like, Wheel me, wheel me away. And his daughter like wheeled him. He's like, I'm getting so old, I need help. And it was a funny clip, but they didn't use it. They pitched it, they didn't use it. I thought it was uh, That's like one of those
2: clips that you wish you could own just for your own yeah. like real and stuff. Yeah. Um, but who else was some of your favorite people? The guys, again, that you when you heard they're they're there at a restaurant, or who are the people that you'd run towards just because you know they're great on camera?
1: Um,
2: I don't know. Most I can't think of anybody. Else.
1: Um, Kate Upton, like certain models, would be exciting. Like I gotta get the model, talk to her. Like one time I got Kate Upton at the airport, and it was before she was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. She was like. The other pop artist is like, there she is, dude. You should, uh, she's famous. You have to interview her. And she hadn't, she hadn't debuted on the cover yet. So I went up to her and I was like, are you a member of the Hilton family? She's like, no. And I was talking to her and it was good. I was like, I'm like, she's like, no, I'm a model. I'm on my way to the Super Bowl." And so I go after a while, I was like, what is your, what's your favorite nude beaches? She's like, you have a nice body. We were just flirting, but it was like good video. I don't remember all the stuff I asked her. It was good video. I was like, uh, just asking her like trivia questions about the Super Bowl, like what's Roman num what num- Roman numeral are we getting in the Super Bowl? It was and no, no. She had she had a rescue dog, and I was like, you know that rescue dogs are just status symbols. I kind of was making fun of her dog, and no, I was like, what, what's your dog's name? She's like, it's a rescue. I'm like, oh, they're just status symbols. But no, it was a cool video because she wasn't really famous yet, and then she, like two weeks later, she was on the cover of. uh, they had something like the, uh Sports Illustrated. You know station. what's
0: crazy about Kate Upton is how famous she got so quickly because after, like, the whole Terry Richardson video and then Sports Illustrated, she was, like, the biggest, most popular model on the planet. And then she just kind of, like, disappeared. She, yeah, you know, she, married she a got pitcher. married to Justin Verlander yeah. and then, like got out of modeling and no one talks about her really at all anymore. And it just seems so weird to, I've never seen that where it's like this model to like superstardom till then
1: like gone. can yeah.
2: be a good comeback though. I what don't is know. It? I think
1: there's only a certain, they have a certain um, window of opportunity. Maybe she no, had, but kids. she had
0: just, she had just started up the like ramp of superstardom. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. She was the it girl that everyone wanted to work with and then just kind of got out of it. I don't know. It was, it was unusual. You don't normally see that.
1: No. Yeah, exactly.
2: Hey, so, Dan, I want to know. Yeah. I, asked, I, I asked you about uh, the nice guys, but who are the assholes? You know, who like are the I... guys, are, like, besides Will Ferrell, who are the people when you heard the name you'd walk the other way or people that you can no longer yeah. even, like, support their jobs because – are their content because they're such dicks.
1: There's so many of them. I can't even um who's the guy from Vampire Diaries? Ian Summerholder. 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 He wasn't that nice to me. One time he pretended he was injured to get away from me. Like he made he like turned, he's like, Oh, you caused me to have a knee injury. And I'm like, I didn't touch you. I was just like trying to interview you, and he was like trying to evade me. But he wasn't that nice. I think when I was a uh, still photographer, I tried to shoot him when his wife is pregnant and he like jumped in front of the camera. And that was, I didn't like that at all. Mm -hmm. But no, I was just trying to take a snapshot. Um, Any other ones? Any other ones there? I I can't remember. There's like what, when you cover or when you cover. Oh, okay. um, uh, A-lister. Woody from Cheers. Woody Harrelson.
0: Oh yeah. He's historically a dickhead <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah he was one time i got him at the airport and i was like what's what, what's worth what would you rather run a marathon or get punched in the face he like didn't say anything I don't, yeah
2: there's so I, many I of ask. them
1: adam um, do we have woody harrelson coming on the podcast am i allowed to say that he's
0: a dickhead
2: you could say that weird that one I <laughs> <have
1: to go. laughs> um yeah ed, Har- ed harris that guy ed harris is also...
2: ed harris is a
1: total jerk to me i i wish i could think of um yeah I wish I wrote it down. It. That's, that's so <laughs> well funny. then who now, I, I want to know about sports
0: stars. I want to know is okay. it easier to interview an athlete or an yes,
1: actor? Yes, it's completely easier because they have such a short window of opportunity of fame unless they are like OJ Simpson and they become an actor. Um <laughs> I thought you were going with murder, but okay, yeah. we went with Yeah. No, 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 no. no, he like parlayed his career very well. Uh, one time, okay, so like one clip that I got with Kenneth Freed, he was like a big time basketball player for the Denver Nuggets, like ten years ago. He, um, I went it was during the ESPYS, and I knew he was somebody famous. I didn't know who, and I was talking to him. I put the camera on him. He's like long dreadlocks, six foot ten, and one of his friends took the cover of espn magazine it was him like with his hair whipped back and his body like half naked and i was like what i mean what about shrinkage when you guys were shooting um the for the cover of this magazine it. were you worried about shrinkage he said no i wasn't worried about shrinkage i have a big dick <laughs> and then yeah like it was and the cameras on both of us i somehow or like somehow they put the so it was like i have a big dick and it was me and his face on like the headlines for the story on the tmz <laughs> but, no, athletes are great. I love, I love to shoot athletes because they're, like, my heroes, like Terrell Owens. And I don't know. There's so many. of Michael Strahan. He was kind of a jerk sometimes, Michael Strahan. Mm-hmm.
2: But, yeah. yeah. It, it's funny, actually, Dax. You know, um, so last we did a podcast with me, Yuri, and Justin Foley. And we talked about which celebrity was the coolest and then termed like just kind of turned like a 360. And we all said in Michael Strahan where on the way to getting, becoming the guy who he is today, it was like, we did so much for him. I don't want to say we did so much much for him, but he was so nice. And then when he got to that certain, he totally turned to be like the complete opposite of what he used to be.
0: That's crazy. But I, and I feel though that some people have that, like they're nice and then they get so famous that they, turn the other way and then if you get so much more famous you kind of turn back does that make sense like you kind of hit that super super kinda, super stardom where you have to be really nice because you get called out like um like a stray hand or um uh what's his name um the late late show guy james
1: Corden. james Corden, you get called james out Corden was you, a you, total you... jerk he was horrible yeah, yeah. yeah. why He's say that? Him. he he thought he was so great. He'd go to fancy restaurants. He wouldn't talk to you. He's just like one of the one of the elite. He like he acted like he was like on top of the I don't know. Um That's, like who's the red who's the redhead late in the show guy, tall guy. Colin O'Brien Conan. Colin O'Brien. He was super nice and he was a way better comedian. And he was like super nice to the camera guys compared to him.
2: Conan, I love Conan. Conan
1: yeah.
2: is I I find Howard Stern says he loves talking to Conan O'Brien because his interviews are fun, funny, and he doesn't hold back. He tells the truth. And I personally, like, I love those interviews. I always go for Conan O'Brien just because I, I'm a huge Conan O'Brien fan. I actually don't think he gets the respect. He deserves. I feel like he's just had an interesting career, unique career. Um, what about, like, Jay Leno? Do you see Jay Leno drive around? I, did see, I did see
1: Jay Leno. I saw him at the airport before, and he actually talked to me. You, the times that i got him when he was on tv he wasn't that nice he was very short but then when his show got canceled he was a lot nicer making jokes and all
0: right well i guess that uh ends our interview with <laughs> with dan his phone just died we had him out in the wilderness of uh of montana so he had he had warned us that his phone was might die that he was running low on battery and apparently it happened <laughs>
2: It's just insane. Like you had, all day, you had all day to charge your phone, but you know, it is what it is. It happens. That's what happens when you're in, uh, he's in the woods, but I appreciate him coming out. He, Dan is one of those guys that you could just, if, if you were just listening to this and you heard some of those little questions he had, he has celebrities, great questions. Like honestly, I want to take that question. It's such a funny question where he goes, uh, what are the best nude beaches? <laughs> which that's a funny good question because the the intelligence behind that is they might name a very good nude beach but then the conversation goes well what makes a good nude beach so yep, there's so exactly. much conversation behind the
0: follow-up is what you really want to get to <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: the follow-up is where it's at but that's such a great
0: question and i have to say every nude beach i've been on it's not like you picture it it's not like a bunch of beautiful people running around. It's all the like gnarly people running around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the people that you don't want to see naked are all the ones hanging out on the nude beaches. I'm like, what? where are the beautiful people?
2: Yeah, they, they don't do that. It's, it's, it's a different kind of breed of people. It's funny. I knew a guy who was a cop, a state trooper, in New Jersey, and he had to work the nude beach sometimes. And he said the mm-hmm. bathroom's, or like the, they would get calls of what was going on in the bathrooms. They said there was a lot of, a lot of action going on in the bathrooms at a nude beach. The public are surprised. Ew, well. with all that suntan lotion though, it's gotta be <laughs> close. <laughs> it <laughs> like sounds It Sounds yeah, like a lot of sand, sand and oils Ugh. and stuff. Ugh. No thanks. God, um, but yeah, I love talking to guys like Dan. You know, like guys who've done what I do. I love to hear their stories of who's cool, who's not. Who have you have an experience with? It's just to me that's really fun for me. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Dax, you enjoy it, right? Yeah,
0: I, I love I love talking to all these guys. You know, it's it's and it's also funny because I've, I've told you numerous times that like I didn't get the opportunity to talk to, to a lot of the guys that we interview on here that, that worked at TMZ at the same time as I did. It just we never. Cross paths, you know. It was just like I was always in the office in the morning throughout the middle of the day. A lot of the the camera guys came in after hours at night, and so even though I know their faces, I know their names, I know their voices. This is kind of the first time I get to talk to a lot of them, so it's yeah, it's yeah. fun.
2: Even though Dan's phone died, we're gonna have to tee him up one time and have him come on for another part two when he has a full uh full. He just texted me when my phone died, of course. But when he, next to me, his phone is full battery. We'll get him on for a part two. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Like, subscribe, leave a comment. Do one of those nice things. We appreciate it. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, TikTok. We have a private Facebook group called Off The Record, which is a really, really good group. Um, Follow me at Adam Glenn, G-L-Y-N. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holtz. Dax has already set up his thread account, his (laughs) social media (laughs) thread account. I'm already ahead of that because I'm a social media star. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.
0: A Huda Media Production.